Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chess Study Podcast. This is episode 16, and I'm going to be making this episode to talk about my chess boot camp, as well as answer the question of if the reason you lose if you're under 1,500 is lack of opening chess knowledge. This is a common thing that I see with students and with myself as well. And you'll see this at a lot of chess tournaments where players are walking around literally with opening books or they're looking, they're just obsessed with the first 10 moves for some reason. Now, this does seem logical because when you start playing a game in a long time control and you look at the moves and you say, okay, I deviated from theory here, that's why I lost. It is very, very simple to do that. But the issue really is organized chess thinking. Now, this is why I created the chess boot camp that I have out, and we're on day one. And it's to solve this problem where there's so much chess information and it becomes overwhelming to process it. And you think that when you make a mistake, it's because you didn't process enough information. So what do you logically do? You start piling on more information. But what this what this can actually do is start to confuse you when you have to make one move at a time. And really, that's what it is. You have to make decisions. You have to choose a move. And the issue really is if you don't have an organized thought process, then what happens is you just simply don't think about something. And if you think about this, like if you're playing a game and you blunder and a fork happens, a night fork, where you look at it and after the game, you're going to tell yourself, of course I should have seen that. I know about night forks. You know, I know all about this. But let me give you an example. So if you are sitting there and you're focused, you're so focused on your ideas, you're thinking about, I need to develop my pieces. Okay, where should I put this piece? Okay, what am I going to do next? He's going to start attacking on the king side, but I'm in a castle there. And th I'm just trying to illustrate the thought process. So you're thinking about what to do next. And you just decide, okay, I'll, I'll push a pawn and then I'll develop. <clears throat> well, what happens is you didn't have an organized thought pattern and it, you kind of get chaos in your head. And because of that, it's chaos on the board. So the first issue really is focusing on how to organize your chess thinking. And what you need to do first is write out the steps. And I'm not saying that you're going to follow step by step in a very, very organized fashion, but you need to make sure that every time you look at a chess position, you have certain elements. So what should those elements be? Well, the first key thing is to always look at the forcing moves, not just for yourself, but for your opponent. Now, your opponent has 50% of the say in the game. You each have 50-50. That's why you make a move, he makes a move. You make a move, he makes a move. And what happens in this process is you get so focused on your own ideas <clears throat> and you don't necessarily have a clear understanding of what you should do. Now, this is the second thing. You want to focus on simple ideas. If you have a million chess rules in your head, then you're going you're gonna to be very confused about what to do. Uh, but if you just have the understanding of what to do in the opening, for example, develop your pieces and try to develop them towards the center and try to get if you for example if you've already moved the knight to f3 then maybe get a bishop out don't move that knight again 
Try not to move a piece that's already developed twice. Simple ideas like this. Just simply getting all your pieces out and then deciding what to do or where to attack in the middle game. You can go really, really far with just this idea. And you're always going to face positions where you don't know what to do uh, from memory. And I would say that you should really never try to play from memory. You should try to always play from understanding. And what happens is a lot of people see Super Grandmasters, they just know what to do in all the time, but they get there by spending thousands of hours over the board thinking for themselves first. And you'll have players who have never spent that time. I mean, you look at the history of like Nakamura or Fabiano Caruana, you know, even b before they're 13 or 14, they've already played in hundreds and hundreds of tournaments, which is, which is maybe a thousand games. And most players don't even play that much over the board their whole entire career. So if you've done that from a young age, then you really already have the foundation of some organized chess thinking. Now, what do I mean by organized? What I mean is you think about one thing and then the next, and you make sure that you don't miss it. So for example, you could say after your opponent moved, you want to understand what their idea is. Just a very simple thing. What are they threatening? Next, okay, what do I want to threaten in my opponent? What are my forcing moves? What are the checks, captures, and threats in this position? And how do I go from there to achieve my overall goal? Which is hopefully to checkmate the king, but it's not so simple then. You need to f find a way to get peace activity. <coughs> Excuse me. Try to get peace activity. Try to overwhelm the opponent with the activity. Maybe win material. Maybe get an advantageous position of two or three or four pieces to start an attack. Simple things like this is why you need to always organize it. And then finally, you want to do a blunder check. So let's say you just rely on your intuition. You're playing a blitz game. You decide on a move within one second. Well, what you want to do, and you notice this by watching grandmasters play blitz, they always do a blunder check. Many times during their live streams, they'll go to make a move and then they won't, they'll just suddenly do it because they have that, that pattern of blunder check. So even before they make the move, they're not going to let themselves make that move unless they've checked all the forcing moves of their opponent, the, check, the checks, captures, and threats. So these simple ideas that I'm talking about can go a long, long way. But of course, you can't just hear me say it. You have to actively practice it. And that's why I created this chess boot camp. Uh, so I'm just trying to get this out there. We are on day one. Uh, if you want to join it, then just check out the website. Otherwise, I'll see you in the Chess Study Podcast or on my YouTube channel. There's a lot of uh, free content on there as well. Uh, and I did have there, – there is a complicated tactics course um, that I think is really helpful to develop that. Uh, so check that out. And I have 28 Days to Better Chess Tactics on there as well as a chess strategy course. All right. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next Chess Study Podcast.